podcast while you play video games? Yeah. That's interesting. Because I like if I'm playing Smash Brothers, I don't need I don't need to hear it. If I'm playing The Binding of Isaac, I don't need to hear it. What's The Binding of Isaac? It's a. Uh, I mean, I know what it is. It's the Akeda in the Torah. I get that. Oh. But no. It it is a it is there is a lot of religious symbolism in the game. It's it's a it's a game. It's like a it's like the original Zelda. You know, it's top down. Okay. And you attack enemies by crying on them, with your tears. And the story of the game is that you and your mom, your Isaac, you and your mom live in a house. The mom listens uh, listens to Christian broadcasts on the TV. And you sit in your room and you draw. And one day she hears a voice from above, tells you to tells her to rid all evil from your life. So she takes all your stuff and your Game Boy and your toys. And then you're all alone and naked, and then she's like, "Lord, did I did I please you?" And he's like, "No, you gotta kill him now." And so Isaac hears it through a crack in the door, and then he he goes he finds a trap door and he goes into the basement. And it's this weird, fantastical land where you like you cry on flies and spiders, and then it progressively gets harder, and you fight like all the seven deadly sins, and you fight um, you fight like a giant spider, you fight like you fight your mom, and you get all these crazy power ups and so sort of. Wow. That's The Binding of Isaac. A little bit. Video game. Yeah. I knew you were recording. (laughs) (laughs) You know that this is how I wanted to start episode 16 of Sidekickback Radio. Sweet 16! Welcome here, Cax Mutler. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, today my guest, Cax Mutler. Max Cutler. Oh, am I saying it wrong? Maybe. I'm sorry. It sounds like a, a spoonerism. No, it is a spoonerism. Yeah. You know what a spoonerism is? I do. Good. We learned about it in my voice class. Thank you, Michael Morgan. Ah. Yeah. Most people don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. When you when we learned um, the phonetic alphabet um, so that we could do trans... What? Transcendental... No. No, no. Massage? <laughs> when, transpose. When we would transpose... Oh. So, but... like, if we needed to... We would take a monologue... Okay. Write it out in IPA phonetics, like okay. how General American would say it. Not APA? No. Do you know IPA is an international phonetic alphabet? Oh, that's not a, a writing guideline. Okay. The APA oh, is you're like... Thinking, <laughs> you're talking about the formatting, like yeah. MLA format? Yeah. Oxford comma forever. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, we, would, uh, we learned the international phonetic alphabet so as to transpose monologues so like if we would write out the vowel sounds of a monologue in general american we'd mm-hmm. know how to switch out the vowel sounds so as to do it like an irish uh that was so this irish. is a theater school it is a thing. yes drama school thing okay. phonetics and in there we learned about spoonerisms because it's a fun little trick of all you do is take the first sound switch them. And it makes it funny makes my it favorite funny. one is uh is sarah palin <laughs> parasailin <laughs> nice too good do you have any other favorites oh dear i mean people's names are good to yeah. do to them like when you teach them about them it's like, hard for your name because it's got a vowel but when you do it just somehow it sounds funny when you do it to someone's name that you know like yeah like you like bob hope is hob bope <laughs> <laughs> like some of that it just is all right i want everybody to take their name everybody take a second spoonerize your name Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Take the first letter and the uh, of each, the first name and last name, and switch them. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right. It's like a it's like a Nick Junior show. We're all 
Yeah. Or we, respond we to wait you. For, <laughs> we wait for the response. That's great. Okay. KSL Mountain. <laughs> La Montaña. Oh, God. Anyway, it is uh, March 23rd? 24th. 24th? It's Tuesday evening. I am so out of it. Yeah. As you know, been filming. Lots of filming. Over in Arizona. Far away. The heat's been getting to me. I would imagine. We're getting a little bit of it. Yeah. Up and down. Um, But yeah, I apologize. This is a day late, but you know what? It happens. Better late than never. Better late than never. A day late. Is day late. Hand in the bush. Dollar. Is that a oh. snort? How does that? Anyway. Cooking. Um, and my guest today, Max Cutler. Welcome, Max Cutler. Hello. Yeah. That's me. Um, yeah. And uh, Max and I, we don't go way back. No. But it seems like we do. It seems like we do. Yeah. Just because we're the two... Jews. Jews in our... <laughs> so many Jewish things have been happening in class that you've been missing, and I'm like, I have no one to look at. <laughs> I keep forgetting what they are. There was oh, no. a class that Nazis were not brought up. Okay, maybe. yes, our, our teacher Ryan seems to bring up Nazis in every class but for some doesn't? reason. But who does CNN brings up Nazis every day. Fox News and Nazis. I mean, oh, it's like Hitler. <laughs> but usually, if we're sitting away from each other, I will... I will Look at Andrew when a Jewy thing happens. Yes. Or when we both laugh the same way of... <laughs> Which has become infectious. Has it? Is More it? people like Kayla does it. No. Marianne does it. No. Matt kind of does it. What? Leslie does it. Special. I know. <laughs> He's in Colorado right now. Anyway, a um, bunch of people do it now. It's like an infectious thing. It's weird. Yeah. I thought it was just a Jewy thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Spreading our seed. <laughs> anyway, we are also the like the only two people in our class mm-hmm. that are originally from L.A. Well, in our... Yes. I know Lauren is, but this is a valley. I'm not, I'm not counting the other class. Yeah, the other... No. Okay. No. Okay. Anyway. So, you're from... Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, 90210. 902-1-0. And I went to Beverly Hills High School, which has a zip code of 90212. The Beverly Hills High School has its own zip code? Well, no, it's just that's the zip code. Oh, okay. And I went to college in Indiana, so everyone was like, oh, Beverly Hills, do you have a... Do you, Does your star- butler watch your dogs? Do you see movie stars all the time? Yeah. And I'm like, no. And then they're like... <laughs> And then I go, you want to know what my zip code was? And they're like, what? And I go, 9021. And they're like, <laughs> And then I'm like, one. And they're like, no. <laughs> and they get mad at me. And I love it. <laughs> oh, God. But the first thing that I would do in every class there is I would, I would, um, at the icebreaker, I would try to not say that I was from Beverly Hills because it would warrant all this crap because mm-hmm. of the name of the town. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so... People would be like, oh, so where are you from? And I'd be like, California. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, what part? And I'm like, Southern. <laughs> yeah, but what city? L.A. And then usually they stop at L.A. But every once in a while they'll be like, oh, L.A. I know there's lots of parts of that. Which one? And I'm like, Ugh. I'm Beverly Hills. <laughs> and they'll just get a bunch of crap for it. It's a stigma. It really is. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Well... Yeah. 
What did you study in Indiana? It was like... Wait, wait, wait. Computer engineering? No. Engineering? No. Computer engineering? One of those words, kind of. Biology, logical engineering? Not the engineering word. (laughs) It was... It's called... Computer science. Sort of. (laughs) This is good. So it's called informatics. Like information and then matics. Because there was a computer science program Mm -hmm. there. So it wasn't like those were the, like, why would they have a whole other degree and that other thing? Mm-hmm. And so it was, I don't really know what it is because I think I was the second graduating class in it ever. Uh-huh. In the, like, ever. Because Indiana coined the term. Informatics. And so, informatics. And so, like, the class before me was like, oh, here's this, here's this thing that's now a degree you can get. And then I did that too, I guess. Um, it was such an ill-defined major that you needed a cognate to even finish, which was essentially a minor. Like, 90% of the cognates you could choose, you would get a minor in that thing. It's a cognate? Why would they call it a cognate and not a minor? Because you needed to have it, and a minor is another thing. Cognate? It was just... it was the Cognate co- as in, like, think? Yes. And so you get, you'd have a cognate, and it just so happened that the prerequisites for that cognate... Most of them happen to be the same prerequisites to get a minor in that thing. Got it. So mine was uh, telecommunications design and production, which taught me like editing and other telecommy type things. And so I know how to do that very minimally. Hmm. And there was programming that we had to do, and that was that was like a two classes in programming. And then it was a lot of, like, we took a philosophy class. We took a, like, how computing affects the world and the history of computing. And so when that, when that, um, the theory of everything came out, I was like, Turing, I studied him because he invented computers. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, I always describe it as the, the philosophy of the computer science world. So it's equally as useless, but sounds really fancy. And like, oh, wow, informatics, you could probably get all sorts of IT jobs. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> so you decided to become an actor. That was because I was very shy as a child. It's stage fright, terrible stage fright. Cried at my bar mitzvah, as I think I may have told you once. <laughs> uh, due to the stage fright, because my temple was very large and had a balcony. <laughs> and so there you are, singing in Hebrew. Facing away from an audience and you turn around only to see all those girls you have a crush on in eighth grade and you're singing in Hebrew and probably very poorly. I still have the tapes. I just memorized them. (laughs) And so I broke down crying and then no one hated me after that. So I was like, wait a minute. That's the worst thing that can happen. Right? Like on stage. stage. That's like the kind of the worst thing. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, other than to like, let your stat. your own neuroses consume you. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And so then no one was like, oh, "You're lame." And <laughs> so I started to strengthen. And then one summer, my mom—I was notorious for not doing anything over the summer. I would go to one camp. I would go to one. You know, I didn't know. I didn't need to go to summer school. And so uh, my mom threw a book from the UCLA extension program on me and said, pick something to do. You're doing something this summer. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I found an improv class and I was like, well, I love Whose Line Is It Anyway? 
<laughs> I'm going to go do this class. The British version or the American version? The American version mostly because I didn't know, like, you know, I was 14. I didn't know how to find the British version. Yeah. There wasn't as much YouTube back I can't then. remember where I found it, but I used to watch the British one. It's all online now. Oh, I'm, But I'm I watched talking, it on, like, I'm 8, talking, oh, like, late at night. On TV. I want to say, like, UPN. I think I watched it on ABC Family. Something the, like that? The, yeah. The American one, either way. Oh, either no. Way. It, I think so they the, intermixed, yeah. maybe. The American one was on ABC Family. But, okay. But, like, the who, the the British one was, like, somewhere deep, like a weird channel. Yeah. But I, I probably watched it. a bunch of it more than I think. <sighs> Who's the host? It was Richard um, something. Richard. Richard Dreyfus? No. <laughs> I don't know. Richard Bronson? Brains? Brains? Anyway, so I went and took this class thinking that, oh, well, I'm not going to know anyone, so I don't even have to have my old shy ways that are sort of attached to those people. And I killed it. No humbleness <laughs> right here. I killed it. Crushed it. I saved a scene in the ND show that I, was, I wasn't supposed to even do that. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, I, I, it wasn't like, don't save scenes, but they were stuck. I remember it was um, it was the alphabet game, and they were in a they were in a atomic facility. What are those called? Nuclear power nuclear plant. Nuclear power plant. Yeah. yeah, and there was like a meltdown going on, and then they were stuck on M for some reason. And so I just jumped in. And I was like, "Manager, I'm a manager. What's wrong? What's going on here?" <laughs> and I'll never forget it. And then for that day forward, I was like, "Wait a minute, improv's the best, but it's too late for me to go into theater because all those lines and it's scary." And so I went to college, and I was like, oh, man, I'm at this college. They have a really good theater program. I'm not getting in that theater program. I'll just do a computer thing. But they had, like, three improv troops. And so I had, or two. We were the third one. So they had two. I auditioned for both of them uh, a bunch of times. I auditioned for one of them, got callbacks three times, and they never took me. Couldn't understand it. So then this kid was like, hey, you're really good. Let's form our own group, and you can be the vice president. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> and then he did all the like paperwork crap. And then we were the who's on first, the newest improv group. And then they're still going now. Don't know how good they are. But you don't go back for like the alumni show? Or it's, I don't know. It's been what, five? I guess it's been five years now since I graduated. Fuck. <laughs> years. Anywho. Um, you, gra- you graduated early? 2010? Uh, but you were yeah June whatever you were twenty one yeah yeah I turned I turned eighteen so I graduated high school two thousand six I turned eighteen the August after graduation got it so I was always young yeah for my whatever got it and so yeah oh, okay yeah you're smart yeah. well <laughs> well speaking of smart yeah I <laughs> in first grade. I uh, I had those light up shoes, right? The LA gear. Any of them? I don't remember. I just LA remember they, they lit up, and so I would hang upside down from my seat, and and just watch them go because I was <laughs> bored. And then the teacher, thinking that I wasn't paying attention, would go like, "Oh, Max is paying attention. I'll ask him a question. He'll get it wrong, and now he'll know to pay attention." <laughs> so they they would ask me questions, and I would get them right every time. So then they were like, "What is?" And so they tested me for ADD, D- which. I guess made sense. And then um, I took the test. I don't remember any of it. We're sitting there with the vice principal and my mom is like having a heart attack. (laughs) And she's like, well, 
uh, he doesn't have ADD or anything like that. And she was like, oh, thank God. And I was like, oh, no. I was just bored. And, you know, seven. How old are you in first grade? Five or six. Five? Okay. Maybe I was 12. Um, <laughs> and, and they were like, but he does have the reading comprehension of an eighth grader. Huh. So we're going to flag his file and you get to pick his teachers. And since I had an older brother, we had a little, like, path that we could choose. Huh. The only problem was I, I kind of plateaued there, and I still have the reading comprehension of an eighth grader. <laughs> and that's my one stand-up routine. But I, that is, uh, that's the lie part. That's the part where I lie. Uh, that's what makes it a stand-up routine. The, uh, part, the part where you that lie. That's a lie? Yeah. No, just the last part. No. Oh. Just the, just the plateau part. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. So. Yes. <laughs> How are things going for the in the acting in the acting realm. world now? I mean, I kind of know, but kinda know. I want I want our, our friends to know our friends, yeah, our listeners. So you have you done any commercials recently? Because you're straight killing it in the commercial game. Straight killing it. I mean, am I straight killing it? I haven't booked anything. Curvy yet killing it. New... Is that what you want? To say? Yeah, it's kind of curvy. Kind of curvy. Oh, okay. Um, well, so you did the Wendy's. I did the Wendy's. Hasn't Are aired you, yet. You're allowed to say that, I hope. I guess. I've yeah. been telling people. I don't fucking, I didn't post about it, but I've I've been telling people that I did it. Yeah. So but I don't think I could tell anyone about it. You're a principal in the Wendy's commercial. I can't say anything about it. Oh. Okay. Story wise and such. Such. So it hasn't aired yet. I know that mm-hmm. much. I check. There's like an IMDB for commercials. Did you know yeah. that? Yes. iSpot.tv. Thank you for plugs. Plugs. This episode sponsored this... by Spot TV. Yeah, you got it. Um, and uh, hasn't aired yet, so I'm not rolling in any dough. <laughs> um, otherwise, just before that, it's just been non-union. I haven't booked anything since that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making a short film with my cousin. Mm-hmm. I so what's this one about? This you one filmed it today, right? We're filming. Th- we've been filming for a while. Uh-huh. It's a long. It's, it's a been long, a long. It, it's, it's a long it's, process. It's kind of like a film. we're doing like a rough draft uh, type thing. So because he wants to see that the footage works. Gotcha. And so it's very methodical. Because mm. um, he comes from the animation world, and so the, in that uh, you're kind of you get to play God in, in the animation world. Mm. Where in the real world you don't have as much control, and so it's like a transition, I think. And so. I don't really want to talk about it. Not okay. that we're trying to keep it a secret, but there's some elements to it that we wonder if people will like get it. Not that it's like high concept or anything, but they, you know, there, there might be something that they miss and that we haven't communicated correctly. Mm-hmm. And so if I keep it, the more I keep it in the dark, the more we can know if it's been, if we're communicating correctly. So once, if we show someone a rough draft of it, or a, you know, a final draft of a rough draft, they can go, oh, there isn't a glaring problem here because I didn't already know the thing. Mm. But it's about milk. Kind of. Uh-oh. Lactose intolerant people, watch out! <laughs> um, cool, well, yeah. why don't, let's talk about our our film my film that oh yeah we'll do eventually. oh yeah that's me yeah you're you're starring in in my film that's coming up i know i've told a few people but i think we can let the cat have you talked the about this on here 
Not on here. Okay. But I, I What's have, a better time than now? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I have been sidetracked a bit, but... Um, we have that one filming day in, like, early February, and then you were like, oh, crap, this isn't working. We gotta move it to June. <laughs> well... And we were like, what? Well, because it was the... I think it was, like, Martin Luther King weekend, but then yeah. you, you got on hold for a commercial, and I was like, I wasn't gonna make you... Was that the Fanta? I think that was like the Fanta that. one. Yes, I believe it was. So that was more November. And then I was getting ready for production on Havasu and, and looking and at the weekends, over. it just wasn't going to work. No. So, yeah, we pushed it to June. <laughs> this one day doesn't work. Yeah. June it is. Yeah. But um, it's uh, it's called Self. That it is. That with, it a, is. with a bracketed IE or is that? No, no. Mean? It's just going to be called okay. Self. Okay. And it's filmed entirely on GoPro. It's gonna be kind of like a found footagey thing. And what what's your take on on Neil, the main Neil. character? Um, well, so he's this he's this homebody. He lives at home, as we all do, and <laughs> he rarely leaves. Is what I'm getting for. He's going at getting at, and he he does these online reviews. Like he'll write up copy for stuff. Minimal contact with humans. As as much as he can avoid it, he will. And he he gets a random solicitation via Skype and accidentally answers it because he thinks it's his parents or he's hitting enter as he's hanging up with he's, he's waking up the computer just as it rings. Ah, and so the ring wakes up the computer instead and he hits spacebar or whatever to yeah. answer. And suddenly he's talking to this guy who he doesn't want to be talking to but isn't socially apt. He's socially. Uh, Is that the opposite yeah. of inept? Ept? Deept. Dept. Dept. Adept. Johnny Deept. Socially a Johnny Dept. Derped. Do. <laughs> Have you seen the meme Johnny Derp? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's so funny. I always like sad Keanu when it comes to celebrity memes. Uh, anyway. Anywho, so he gets this call from this like fast talking business guy, and he gets sucked into this business deal with him and going to coffee. Goes to coffee, and I'm not really talking about the character. I'm talking about the plot. Yeah, um, <laughs> I do that. You're, you're kind of giving away the farm here, but okay. So he, okay, so he's just he's an introvert. He doesn't get people, but he knows how to write eloquently enough, even if it comes to like catheters or or whatever it is that he has to <laughs> write about. Butchering my story. I know right I'm terrible now. at this. It's your story. I've read it one and a half times. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, he's um he's an introvert. I don't know. Long story short, he's an introvert. So he's he's a homebody who you know he never leaves his house, and he thinks that all social interactions happen through the internet. Yeah, or they should, or they should, or that's what he's comfortable with. Yes. Until one day he's kind of wrangled into having this coffee date with a fast talking business guy, who ends up trying to pull a fast one on him and sets him on a course in which he needs to go on the lamb, uh, the go lamb. out into the world, and he documents all of it with his. Newly purchased GoPro. Uh, so exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the the whole GoPro thing is he's like, my life is too boring, but maybe I can exciten it up with a... Exciten it up. With a GoPro. Yeah. And then he's still boring. <laughs> I don't think so. Well... You think he's still boring? In the beginning. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's still... He documents his yeah. very normal, low-key life. What were you like in high school? Similar. I was coming off the the bar mitzvah thing mm-hmm. so i was i was slowly shell cracking 
But an incident again happened to me in eighth grade. So the bar mitzvah was straight up before eighth grade, right before I started. And my best friend of since first grade, so eight, seven years, basically dumped me. As a friend. As a friend. What happened was um, he started hanging out with the popular kids who we've all known since like kindergarten. So it's Mm -hmm. not like they're any better than anyone. They just (laughs) happened to, they seemed like the popular kids. So he started hanging out with them Mm -hmm. because his mom, who I still, my mom, my mom is still friends with and I've seen a few times. um, She told him to maybe broaden his horizons because basically it was like the two of us, like chain link. And so she told, she was like, maybe more friends. Like she wasn't trying to, make him a dick and so he went and started hanging out with those other kids and then somehow at the same time my mom my mom was like you should start spiking your hair up with jet because that was what you did in the 90s and did so you do the frosted tips no 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 no. Like, i just spiked it up because it was shorter than the moppy thing uh-huh. i have now and so i did that and he being the sort of betray person who was like ditching me to hang out with cooler people told me I was a poser. <laughs> and that was that was like a big moment where I was like, "Wait. Is he a dick now? What happened?" And so then we just stopped hanging out like entirely. Not because of that poser incident, but it didn't help. Mm-hmm. And then I had to like find new friends, like for my sort of day-to-day, you know, your day-to-day friends. Yeah. Not your fancy restaurant friends. And <laughs> you know, in eighth grade and so I found this kid, and then I went to, and then it was, that was like half of eighth grade, and then I went to high school, and then I had no one again except him. And that's when I found Vanessa Himalis for Dragon Ball Z Club, who I admit uh, I thought was asking me out on a date once, and I freaked out and ran away as a freshman. <laughs> um, so she was in my English class, and she found out that I liked Dragon Ball Z at the time, which I still do. So why did I say at the time? <laughs> and. Uh, she to to form a club at my high school you could make a club about anything you could make a there was a friends club where they would just sit around and watch friends all you needed was four kids to be officers and a teacher to like sponsor you when you hang out in their in their classroom at lunch and so we made dragon ball z club and i was the vice president and she would bring we would just watch dragon ball z every, every tuesday and she would bring five domino's pizzas every week that's awesome and not make anyone pay for it the only requirement is that you had to sign in to Dragon Ball Z Club. Huh. And there was like a sign-up sheet every week. She was, she was offering free pizza for a signature. Essentially. But kids caught wind of this. Uh-huh. And they would show up just to get free food. And they would sign up because they were like, oh, I don't care. And we could sort of tell that yeah. they were that they were posers. Huh? They were huh? fakers. Now who's the poser? And so them. And so we would pause the screen on an unknown, you know, a not main, main, main character and go, who's that? What's his name? And they'd be like, uh, uh, Goku. And we'd be like, get out, leave. And we would kick him out. And our teacher, who was like 20 something and cute, was like, oh, I just hate it when, when people try to come in and steal your pizza. It's the worst. (laughs) It was adorable. But so in high school, I just, I don't know. I started to open up who I was uh, because I, I knew I didn't have to be shy anymore but it was still something I had to like fight against mm-hmm. and there was all these new people to meet 
And so I didn't like cower from them. Um, and I ended up being like sort of a small hand in many groups, maybe like a cog in the middle of multiple yeah, yeah, big yeah. things. And like for a time I would, I was friends with the techie kids, the kids that would build the sets for the theater department. And I would just go in there and hang out with them. And after like a week of that, the teacher uh, would go, hey, do you want to grab a drill and fucking make a whatever? <laughs> and I was like, I don't, okay. And I felt really cool because I didn't have any like real obligation to this thing. Mm-hmm. So I could just like, oh, I'm playing with a saw. And then leave if I wanted to where the techie kids had to stay for like four hours or whatever it was. And so I started to figure out how to be in multiple groups and have... Not multiple personalities, but sort of a self-awareness of how I should be with different people. Or as comedians call it, know your audience. Yeah. So I think that's kind of how I was. Transitionary. <laughs> yeah. So what CD was in your Walkman? So, oddly enough, <laughs> I didn't really have many CDs. I actually had an MP3 player in 7th grade. Oh, jeez. Which was... That's so early. That was, like, 1998. And you're, like, slightly older than me. Yeah. I'm 26. So, 7th grade would have been, like, 98, 99. Wow. And I remember it because I took it to Africa. I went to Africa in 7th grade. And I was fine. I had a a MP3 player. I think it was... I don't remember what it was called. I might still even have it. (laughs) It's, like, silver. It's shaped like a pill, but, like, longer. So, it's, like, a big... It's a long cylinder. So, it's a dildo? No, no, no. Longer (laughs) width, width wise. So it's a chode. So it's a dildo? It's a dild chode. It's sort of like... It wasn't a dild DJ jukebox, was it? No, no. Because that was my first one. That thing was weird looking. It was like kind of boxy. Yeah, it was kind of boxy. I could fit maybe like a CD's worth of songs on it anyway. Maybe like... <laughs> well, maybe like 30. And I remember all the... I don't remember all the songs, but I remember a lot of the songs. And I had to listen to them over and over again. And so I didn't have a CD player, but I guess in high school, music-wise, I liked a lot of cake Huh. I liked a lot of... So that's the other thing. Is I didn't... I I would get a ride to school, and so the radio would be playing by whoever's mom. Mm-hmm. And then I would walk home with a friend. So I had no need to just be listening to music. And then since I was such a... I was a gamer and an anime watcher, I didn't just sit around in my room and listen to music. And I hadn't quite found, like, techno stuff. Like infected mushroom until after high school. And so when I would do homework, I would just do it in silence. Because if I if I tried to do homework with lyrical music, I would get confused. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't like listen to a lot of music yeah. in high school. I would do homework w- with like with AOL Instant Messenger on, yeah. which was so I couldn't. Oh, no, I would do it in a different room. I would do it in the kitchen. Oh, then the computer? Yeah. Oh, I would go in my room and turn on the computer and just do my homework with with Instant Messenger and like, it took me forever. Yeah. But when I was younger, I would make sure to do my homework before Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z came out. Gotcha. That was like a big... You remember that feeling of like, remember when you would, you could personalize your sign-in noise for AOL? And so like... Oh, I never did that. You never did that? No. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I have AOL. Let me tell you about AOL. And no, I knew that that was a thing. I just yeah. never did it. Oh, you never did. But what I, the when you had, like, if you had a crush on a girl and mm-hmm, she would mm-hmm. sign in, you'd hear her chime and you'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, there she is. <laughs> that, okay. So I heard this analogy huh. about Facebook Instant Messenger to the great Gatsby. 
that I thought was so poignant. Share so, it, please. So, it. you know how Facebook is a messenger, when someone's online, they have that green dot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What color was the light that uh, came from her house? God. That's so weird. Wasn't it green? Yes, it was. So it was now, light. we all know exactly how he feels. Yeah. Because when we see that girl online... <laughs> Or guy. Or guy, whatever you're cool with. <laughs> we see that green light and we're like, they're there. I know where they are. I could talk to them right now. And the worst is when that green light doesn't actually mean they're online. And then yeah. you message them and they don't get it for four days. And you're just four days of torture. Apparently mine is just always on. Mine never shuts off, which I find weird. Well, but... there's also that phone icon now. So yeah. it could be on... Well, oh no, because you have that weird Windows phone. Your yeah. weird Windows phone makes it think that it's a computer. I guess. Yeah. You're always you are always on. Fancy. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. I just never message mm. you on it anymore. Oh. But I call you a lot. You do. I do phone calls a lot. Yeah, you do. It's nice. That. It's refreshing. Yeah. Except when I like text you something very simple and then you call back. I'm like, wait. Is it that simple? I usually, I don't like having a full conversation and text message. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to get a, hey, how are you doing? And then, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, what are you doing tomorrow? Just, like, <laughs> call me and do those things. If you need to know, where do I need to be tomorrow? Or, like, what time was that thing? Or, hey, I need a blah. You know, it should be quick. Also, I got Bluetooth in my car. So, like, I can't be texting. So, But I can't call. So, that's uh. good. Well, yeah. So that answers your CD player question. Yeah, it does. You, you go on a ton of auditions. And what I love... I don't feel like I do. You do. Okay. Well, because you always come back with these stories of, like, all these characters you meet at auditions, and it's so great to... Do I basically I want to talk... Like, I think this is a great opportunity to talk about with... Or to tell our actor friends out there, hopefully there are some listeners that don't know us but like you sure. know what i mean are actors who are like oh this is oh, an actor with a podcast. podcast um basically what not to do at auditions because it's oh. always funny just to see you do impressions of the oh, people of the you people. run into well i um, don't i don't see too many other people's auditions because you know you're out in the hallway yeah but i do remember one of the very first auditions i went on once i started being like an actor and not just an improviser was um it was for a Dutch radio commercial, and it it was the story of it was like they had all of the musicians that they play in like a waiting room, and then when they were gonna play their song, they just had them come in and like sing it live, essentially, uh-huh. sort of, or like you know we we have all these artists and like mad impersonators playing them, mm-hmm. and so they they wanted, um. They wanted you to be Dutch sounding. <laughs> and so I remember during one of the callbacks, I heard a guy through the door. Or no, this was the audition. I heard a guy through the door, basically Hitler. <laughs> like angry, yelling. German. Because he, because we were all auditioning for like the intern that was coming in and being like, Mariah Carey? <laughs> um, okay, yeah, okay, you're next. And then Lady Gaga, you're coming up soon. And then after that's uh, Bon Jovi. Or whatever. What a weird collection. And then, like, he'd be walking through them and, like, you know, whoever it was that, like, really smokes would, like, blow a puff of smoke in his face. And he'd be like, ugh. So he's just dealing with all these celebrity musicians. Yes. And so they, they like, went through a whole bunch of stuff of what they wanted. And 
this guy was just like Hitler. And then I got the callback and they made sure to tell us, don't try to do a heavy, heavy, heavy Dutch accent if you can't. Don't, and like, don't be angry and don't, yeah. Like they were trying their hardest not to say, don't, don't be don't Hitler. Hitler. Um, what other things? Um, I mean, I guess is there, there's like a specific type of actor that you seem to run into a lot in auditions. The, uh, kind of the, I don't know. Oh, the people that don't know where they are? I guess. I don't know. I, feel I mean, like... I run into a lot of people that ask really obvious questions, like, out loud to, like, the person running the thing. Uh-huh. And, like, I always feel like I should help them, but then I wonder if they are thinking that I'm trying to, like, sabotage them because I'm another actor and I'm trying to give them bad advice. Yeah. But I never do. Like, why would I? That's. I mean, sure, we should be cutthroat, I guess, but why? Nah. And so, uh, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of any examples of what you're talking about. Oh, well. I do remember one time, this was on set, for a one of those recreation shows, we were supposed to be the Beatles, so which we both auditioned for. I talked about this. Before oh, too. we did, yeah. and yeah. So I was George. I think you got that wrong. I remember I wanted to correct you. I was George. Okay. I don't remember what you said, but I think I remember you maybe said it wrong. Uh-huh. And so this kid, he was playing John, I think. So he was like, "I'm the leader of the Beatles," <laughs> and so he was talking the most, which I guess was fine. But they ended up cutting all of our footage. <laughs> All of it. There was one shot of us, and you see the side of my face as we get out of a fake ambulance that happened at the whatever. Ho- it was like a recreation of my hotel. The waterfront? Yeah. yeah. And so I like watched the whole hour-long episode of my mom because I didn't have cable. <laughs> and we were like waiting for all these scenes, and then just like, boop. And it was the last one of the episode, too. And we were like, <laughs> no, there's like five other hotels. I made them watch this crap. And so we were on this leather couch. For a lot of it. And they were like, do accents, why not? And we were like, okay. So we did accents. They weren't amazing, but they mm-hmm. were accents. And um, he just kept slapping the couch when he would talk. And this is a pet peeve of mine. In, in, in even, even in improv. Sure and you're especially a, not supposed to do it. In, sure it's in, a pet peeve of many sound guys. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's not why it's a pet peeve of mine. But I guess it's good it's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Where those people that are on stage, they'll, you know, they, they talk with their hands, and which mm-hmm. is fine. I think talking with your hands is fine. But whenever they're done with their line, they give up on their hands and then just, yeah, you know, what do you want me to do? And then they slap their legs in the middle of, our teacher calls it slapping your keys. Mm-hmm. But usually it's your legs and sometimes your keys are in your, you know. Yeah. And so he was just slapping this leather couch and... Since it was one of the first things I booked, and it was like, not one of the first things, but it was early on, and it was like a thing that was going to be on like TV, TV, and not just some student film or a short. And I was just sitting there being like, uh, they're not going to be able to use any of this footage. <laughs> but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't know if I was going to be a dick or not. Yeah. And then, and then they didn't use any of the footage. So once that happened, I realized, okay, no, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. So then another time on set. <laughs> this was for a CenturyLink commercial. With the uh, cheetah? With the cheetah. Um, <laughs> they had this guy playing the host. And what the host would do is he would come up to people and go, Oh, excuse me. Um, let me ask you, do you want this kind of internet or this kind of internet? Whatever. And so he would say, excuse me, but a few of the takes, he said, I'm sorry. And I clocked that. And I was like, okay, 
He was saying, I'm sorry. That's kind of bad. But I figure they just won't use that takes. But then, the client... There was this whole sequence where there was going to be a cheetah and a house cat. And he was going to stop maybe like a married couple. And he was going to go, do you prefer cheetah fast internet or our competitor, the house cat? And so, there was a line where the, the... the husband would be like, that's a live cheetah. And and then the wife would go, um, yeah, you know, the, the cat is cute and all, but I want to go cheetah fast. And so I remember that line. It was in the audition too. And the, the client goes, let's cut out the whole cat is cute line because that makes the other company look good. Hmm. You know, even in a small amount, we're complimenting the other company by calling it cute. And so they were like, cut that out, we're not doing that anymore at all. And so I was like, okay, the client doesn't want the other company to not look good in such a minuscule way that you probably wouldn't even pick up on as like a consumer. And so I pulled the guy aside for a second when he had a minute and I I like gave him direction. I was like, hey, maybe don't say I'm sorry because it kind of makes it so because you're a representative and you're apologizing for the company. And so he was like, oh, cool. Like he seemed cool with it. And then he went and he never said it again. I don't know if he was mad. But this girl who was playing one of the other couples in, in one of the other couples was like, did you just give another actor directions? And I was like, I mean, I guess kind of, but like it's so related to that cat thing. Yeah. And it's not like, and if they fucking tell him to say, I'm sorry, meh. Yeah. you know, it's just like a sort of, it's like a spin on the words. Yeah. And she just was like, you, you can't do that. You can't just give other actors direction. I'm like, why not? Was I wrong? <laughs> and like, I get the ends don't justify the means, but like, yeah. was I? I don't think so. Yeah. And he and he was cool with it. It's like when people get offended for other people. Yeah. Like I'm offended for Asians because of do 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 do, and you're like, but you're not Asian. But I'm offended for them. But what if they're not offended? <laughs> it's kind of like that. I don't know of any other. Let's see audition well no so what you did though is it's something that i know i tend to do and it bugs people but like we catch these things and like it's we're all trying to help and and yeah i know that some people take it as like an ego bruising and no you know no no i'm saying like 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 if that actress that was like did you if i if i gave her notes you gave her notes how dare you like yeah yeah i don't need your help and what do you do that bugs people you give notes all the time. Do I give notes? Yeah. No, but like I just I catch little things. Like I'm so detail oriented, mm-hmm. and like I know that, like when I, I catch little things, like I, I know I've been doing it on Havasu, and I kind of drive my co-stars nuts a little bit with it sometimes. Is it like weird little continuity things? I'm always noticing continuity. Yeah, it's, it's like this thing things. was it was turned or like it's facing this way. <laughs> we did a we did a scene in a strip club recently, and and the drinks, the drink orders didn't match up the the what you the, got julia, after you like, julia who was playing the waitress she like got switched the names up and 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 some people noticed but didn't say anything and we and so we brought it up but like it's been such a i mean we it's a bad example because we've, we it's been such a good team effort for sure set, you i know, mean so. it's like but it's like little things like that that we like pick up on i know like a lot of actors who will let that fall just because it's like it's not my responsibility I'm not going to do it but like it's better I think to be if everything is your responsibility but not everything like not everything, anything like, that you if you notice it and it's definitely bad why what why not yeah tell someone well it's kind of like the and if if they ignore it then it isn't bad well it's like the students in high school that would that would like like remind the teacher like 
oh, didn't you say you were going to give us homework today? Yeah, like, give us homework is like positive. And but, it like, but like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, that, like, yeah. it's like, you know, you need to do it. It's like it's going to catch up to you at some point. Sure. You know, and if you don't say anything, you're going to end up paying for it later probably. Yeah. Um, consequences. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't deal with consequences. I think it's a, it could be a generational thing. What do you mean? Like, uh, there, there's some younger people I know, and it's only like five years younger than me. Some like 21 year olds that I, that I know that they, they just do things and don't think of what could happen later. Like, I'm all for living in the moment, and mm-hmm. I definitely see myself as someone who's a very, like, right now kind of person. Yeah. But there there has to be, like, you can't just do what you want because you want to. And that's something that entertainment has been trying to, like, teach us. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. Is there anything I can help you with today? <laughs> you know, when I, I, I told you a minute ago when I was, when I was well, not a minute ago, I don't know how many minutes it's been. Been forty-five. That's a lot of minutes. Um, yeah. That so I thought of those. <laughs> I thought of those when I was listening to your podcast, or at least like a joke mm-hmm. to say. But I don't. I don't know. How do I get on a movie that doesn't get canceled <laughs> and they kick me out? Oh, yeah, that's so sad. I'm so sorry. I know. I guess so, it's fine. Yeah, round about the same time, Max and I booked these two movies. And Max, Max just got kicked off of his randomly, but however, it got canceled a few months. Well, later. it got canceled. In retrospect, and looking back, you got booked onto a movie that like was never going to happen. I think yeah. It was like, but when, the way they were telling me this. It's, okay, so here's the gist of the story. Yeah, what do you? They were trying to make this movie for ten years, and they had like all these big names attached to it, like seven years ago, and then. It fell through, and it just kept falling through. Like, it fell through because an agent shift. It fell through because the guy who was going to give them funding died. It fell through because of this. It fell through because of that. And when I read the story, because he gave, like he gave us a printed version. Not a print, it was, like, online. He gave us a, a typed-out version of what, like, all the trials the director was going through to make this movie. And I had read the movie, and I really liked it. And the story, and um. And when I heard, like, oh, they've been trying to make it for 10 years, it made me think, like, wow, this is such a story, and I'm part of it now. <laughs> but then, in retrospect, I'm like, they were trying to make it for 10 years, and it didn't happen. Something is critically wrong here. <laughs> and so, I was supposed to play the lead character. I was going to be in every fucking scene in the whole movie. It wasn't a comedy, which is sort of my, my thing. And so I was like, hey, range. And they booked me over video. Like, I hadn't met the director for seven months. And then at the table read, we did the table read, and it was kind of weird. And then four hours after the table read, I got an email that basically says, Hey, it's not going to work out. It was a really hard decision for us to make. Sorry if this sucks. Bye. <laughs> Literally in the email, it said, Sorry if this Sorry sucks. Sorry sucks. And so then I called him. Yeah. I was like, What the hell? <laughs> and then two months later, after that, the whole project got canceled, so I was like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then you were able to cut your hair. And then I was able... Uh, no, and then I cut my hair in the in the middle of that Wendy's yeah. audition. But then they took me anyway. God, I need to cut my hair. Yeah, you do. So bad. Fuck. Um, yeah. So I don't know how you can help me, because... No. I recently got 
theatrical representation, but nothing has come of it yet. You yet. did. Nothing yet. Same agency as Mario Van Peebles. Whoever that is. Solo. I don't know what that means. Anybody seen the movie Solo out there? That's what I thought. So good. Okay. So bad. Uh, it's about a super soldier, like a cyborg type soldier. So anyway, like, he it? like goes to the Amazon or something. He, yeah. like, he like gets left behind in the jungle. Was that like a big thing in the 80s? Because right now all I see auditions 90s. for. Is that a big thing in the 90s? Because right now all I see auditions for is, oh, he's a hardened criminal. Oh, he was a reluctant kid and then he joined the mob. Oh, he was a blah, blah, blah. And then they, something crime syndicate. There's so many of those. You've noticed, huh. have you noticed those? Everywhere. Crime. Every day I see a thing that's like normal guy, but now he's doing a life of crime. <laughs> normal guy life of crime yeah we're gonna call it crime of life and crime life. of guy crime of guy <laughs> but crime of the guy I don't know yeah <sighs> I don't know either it's a hard knock life out there it's a tough mad mad world uh, <laughs> mad <laughs> I need sleep yeah I get the tired episode. You get the tired episode I'm very sorry man That's well okay. you but however you did get this is you're the first one to come back because you were on the Sundance episode. I was on the Sundance episode. That's right. I did talk the most on the Sundance episode. You did episode. talk the most on the Sundance episode. I talk episode. a lot. I talked a lot here. You did. But that's kind of the point of it. I guess. Is you I'm a storyteller. Is there anything you want to promote while we're here? Um, promote. Can't really promote the short yet. Mm. Well, promote self. Self. Also. Watch self. It's Watch done. Self it's when definitely it's totally filmed. Not at all. It's completely not even filmed. <laughs> Support to our Patreon. We don't have one. Um, <laughs> promote. Um, Play Wendy's commercial when it comes zero out. Zero feet I away. Did. Zero feet away. Yes. I have a away. film where I was gay. I actually accidentally auditioned for that. How'd that happen? I saw the breakdown and it said like 20s, you know you know skinny or in shape whatever sometimes i do the in shape one even as I'm <laughs> tall and i'm blanky um they don't specify what shape yes i am a shape <laughs> um and uh it was like it was like tall charming you know loves technology blah 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 so like there was this whole list of things it was like a small sentence but right in the middle of it it just said gay just the word gay? Just the, It was like, blah, 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 blah. It was like, blah, tech savvy, gay, obsessed with his cell phone. <laughs> and so I kind of missed it. Not that I wouldn't audition for a gay thing, but I might have like... At the audition, it was a surprise, like, like no. reading it? or oh, They what? gave me the sides. They gave me the sides. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I remember this. And I still didn't even catch the gay part on the <gasps> on the breakdown. And so then I read the thing and I was like... There was one line, the only line that indicated that he was gay in the sides said, uh, no, I just broke up with Vincent. And I was like, Vincent? Eh, whatever. And then I was like talking about it with my friends. And I was like, I think I'm auditioning for a gay thing. Wait a minute. Let me check the breakdown again. So I checked the breakdown. I was like, it says gay right there. Eh, I'll go. And so I went and um, I left the room and I was like, Thinking to myself, did I just kill that audition? I think I killed that audition. I think I'm booking this gay part. And then four days later, I booked the gay part. And he was like, is there anything you're uncomfortable with or whatever? You know, and I go, I don't really know what I'm uncomfortable with. Because I'm not really opposed to anything. 
can you just like send me the whole script and I can read it and if anything jumps out at me, I'll be like, no. And he was like, yeah. So I read the whole thing and the only thing there was like a nude scene in the shower that they were going to blur out anyway for the most part or like tastefully angle it. I happened to, I wore a sock that day. Uh, one of my own socks. Actually, oh, thank God. That I was like wearing. That would be weird if they were like, here's someone else's sock. I mean, if it was clean, I guess I don't care. But like, <laughs> you know, there's like that special sock, but it was just like a sock yeah. that I like have that I own for my feet. Um <laughs> But so uh, it um, it was a student thesis film, but it is already in two festivals, I believe. The R.I.P. It's a horror. It's a horror thing dealing with uh, grinder and social interactions with strangers. And uh, it's at the R.I.P. Horror Fest, which I don't know when that is, but I found out that it's in it. And the L.A. Film fest awards it's a festival that happens every month oh. on like the second sunday of every month and they'll have a bunch of shorts hmm. so it's like a monthly festival which i I didn't, I didn't know that was the thing <laughs> so it's recurring so it's in that on april 11th which i might be able to go to or not uh but that'd be cool and then i guess it's just it's running the festival circuit nice. which is weird because it's a horror film and i am a scaredy cat <laughs> and i don't watch right. horror films but you've seen your own film, right and right? it was it was weird because other people were telling me they're like oh yeah it was really scary or these reviews keep coming out to say like oh this ominous tone oh this you know these dark themes and it's oh it's very spooky it creates yeah. a good whatever and uh every time i watch it i think about how i was on set uh-huh. you know goofing off in between takes because that's how i operate yeah and uh and I, you know, like I was just in this house in the hills. I was like, I know that there's nothing going on. I'm not freaked out by this at all. And so then I watch it and I think about how I was there doing it. And I was like, I'm not scared in the slightest. And that's acting. <gasps> what? Yeah. I do that? Yeah. When? Always. Oh. Sorry? Sometimes I feel like a fraud. <laughs> cool. Well, anything else? You want to cover before we uh, wrap it up here? I don't know. Episode 16 of Side Kickback Radio. <laughs> so I got to do the sign off. Um, yeah. Um, do Twitter, Twitter, Facebook. Find him on Facebook. Find me on Facebook. You don't like want to. You don't want to follow my Twitter. Don't follow at GM Tanvis. Yeah, probably not. All I use it for is is uh, sweepstakes. Oh, uh, yes. But do follow at Side Kickback. At Andrew Fromer. Yes, do uh, that. Do that. Find me on Facebook. That's fine. Yeah. Max Cutler. Well, good. All uh, right. Well, uh, I guess uh, it's fun. Tired, Andrew. Wrap. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm so tired. Fall asleep. We'll do a. I'll be one of those guests that comes back a thousand times, like uh, Jeff Bridges on the Nerdist. I know, right? Three times. Three times. Jim Gaffigan too. And you listen to the. Uh, the meditation part when they do the the ohm yeah circle. that was funny that was weird that was weird i was i was on my way to arizona when they did that and i was like doing it <laughs> in the car but the thing is is when you ride the 40 at night yeah no one it's empty 
Creepy. Super creepy. No, thanks. So I'm just driving in the middle of the desert, nothing oh. around. I think I was running out of gas that night. Oh, no. I filled up my gas tank, and there was nine miles left. Sorry, Mom. Uh, there was nine miles left on the oh, tank okay. <laughs> that okay. night, and I made it to Needles, California. Is that a place? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's a weird town. Yeah. I went to a strip club in Fort Mojave, California. With the shoot or just on your own? There's nowhere else to eat? <laughs> with with the shoot. With the shoot. Oh, God. Very I've never been to a strip club. That was my first time. Ah. I don't want to go back. Okay. I'm good. I've only been to a Hooters twice, and it was always a girl's idea. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't lie. I'm very bad at lying. I'm good at acting. Bad at lying. I'm not good at acting. Am I good at acting? I don't know. You're pretty good. Okay. You're pretty good. I get that. Our, our imitation game scene was uh, pretty well matched. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we both we both did the same scene by accident. Yep, but I saw him in the robe and I was like, "Oh, you bastard!" I wasn't in a robe; I was in pajamas. I was. It was the newspaper. Yeah, it was the news. I saw him in the news. Uh, same I exact. Bianca scene. held up the. I was like, "Where's the newspaper?" And Bianca goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but they were very different. Yes. Although I could see you in the front, commenting. With Bianca as we were doing our scene. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> was I saying stuff or was I? You were. No, no, no. Like, I no, remember. We... Remember, I put Christopher the computer out behind you guys, and I remember you going like, "Oh, we better over there." No, but for <laughs> the most part, I think she kept trying to tell me something. And uh, I was like, "Shut up, just watch." <laughs> like, we'll do. We're, you know, she was like, It'll "Oh, sh- should we do the blocking that way?" And I was like, "No, no, we're sticking to what we did." It was a lot of Psychic Bag Radio. What's up? Oh no, we have to finish. <laughs>